Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Andy Moore, Automotive Group Hotline. Adam Driver, the actor, is uh, going to wave the green flag coming up for the 107th running of the greatest spectacle in racing. Let's bring on, I love this conversation before the race every time this time of year, the four-time champion, Meyer Shank Racing. It is Elio Castroneves. Hello, Elio. How are you? Hey, how are you guys doing? Everybody good, okay? I am doing great now that I have you on here. This is like a rite of passage going into a 500 is having you on the show with the week leading up and talking to you about things because you brighten up everybody's world, honestly. Well, I appreciate that comment. It's great to be back on the show. And, uh, yeah, we're here now in Indianapolis. We're ready to go. And, oh, man, I can't just wait. What is um a Tuesday leading up? to the 500 like for you you had practice obviously yesterday but what's the tuesday like for you elio well right now we're doing a lot of media you know um having a conversation with you guys and uh other uh, folks as well which is great promoting the race uh reminded that uh sunday we're going to be on track and we're going to have a good time so yeah it and, and then obviously still working with engineers as well it's not only about the media, everybody's working at the at the shop, at the garage, and uh, we want to make sure the last practice that we're gonna have at uh, at the basically Friday carburetion day is the last time you want to try some things. And yeah, we we want to make sure the car is perfect. You guys have meetings and prepare you and uh, your staff, the engineers, and prepare and, and kind of brainstorm about you know make up a list about things that that you think you should try to be doing to your car. And and if so, what was at the top of your list coming away from this weekend? Well, right now this weekend it feels like it. Firestone changed a little bit of the compound and the construction of the left rear. Is more like technical parts, and uh, we're just trying to uh, limit a little bit of the other uh, the vibration that we have sometimes after certain amount of laps. And uh, we want to make sure when it comes to the the, the, the day of the race, um, the heat won't be affecting as much this issue. And I think uh, everybody's in the same boat, but we want to make sure we're better than everybody else. So, Elio Castro-Nevis with us, what year was it when you felt you had the best car? And was that a championship race-winning year for you? You know, interesting you mentioned that. Um, I have a several scenarios that the car was absolutely incredible. Um, 2003, it was a rocket ship. I mean, nobody could beat me, but unfortunately, it did. It was my teammate, Joe DePerrin, where we ended up finished second. It was under little different circumstances. And uh, 2017, I had a phenomenal car, uh, but Honda was a little bit stronger than the Chevy that year, and unfortunately, it finished second as well. But I tell you what, 2021, my car was pretty, pretty darn good. And... Um, at least we were able to accomplish that as well. So it was three years that we had a, a, a incredible cars um, and amazing, as you can see, 
not all not because you have the fastest car or the best car that sometimes you're going to come out the winner. It's uh, Elio Castroneves, the four-time champion on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Is it more difficult for for you and your team to sustain when you know at the start of a race, Elio, you have a great car, or to come up with the means in which to adjust to take this car to the level in which you expect, to a higher level? What's more difficult to do, that during the race or to maintain that from the beginning of the race on? Well, remember, you know, sometimes you practice, and, and the last practice will be Friday, um, but it's two days before the race. <laughs> sometimes you come back and the car is like, oh, the wind is different, the car is, uh, the temperature is different, and then all of a sudden you have to readjust. The best, best, best way is when you don't have to do any adjustments, then you know the car was going to do. But it's, it's, it happens, but it doesn't. So, But even if it doesn't, doesn't mean it's, it's over. You know, you just got to... Continue working. It's about five, six pit stops that you can uh, have the crew to adjust the tire pressure. We have uh, tools inside the car, and um, yeah, and and, and front front wing, rear wing, we can adjust. So all of this, it can make the car better. Yeah, it's it's funny to me because this is how it would seem to me, and I'm curious if if you feel the same or differently. Because you always want to have the the best car to start, and it's great when you, as you mentioned, you have that rocket ship, and and you know that it's better than anybody else. But it has to be really gratifying if you just grind it through a race and then, you know, compete both as a driver, Elio, and then just make great stops and great decisions as a team to be there at the end. That almost, to me, in a grinder like that, seems more gratifying than it would knowing at the beginning of the race that you just have a great car. Well, only when you finish the results, then it's like, oh, that was fantastic. But I tell you what. (laughs) When you start the race and the car is not good, trust me, you're like, oh, please, get me out of here. And it's not like that all the time. I can't imagine, too. And you've been around it so long. I, I can't imagine that there's you know, a situation that you, you haven't been in or you know information you could not pass along to those that, that try to fix it along the way. Do you maintain, too, because you're, you're awesome to have on the show. You're awesome when we talk in the month of May every single time. Do you maintain the level of excitement for going into the 107th running of the 500 as you did going back when you were a rookie in this race? Of course. I mean, we're talking about the Indy 500. Uh, not many people have the opportunity to be here. So you got to enjoy. you got to work hard, obviously, to achieve your goals. But uh, at the same time, it's, um, it's an opportunity that, that not many uh, drivers are uh, able to do it. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep this way, not because I want it, because uh, it's just my nature. And I, and I want the people around me to have the same feeling because I tell you what, when you win, uh, it tastes even better. Does everybody on your race team match your enthusiasm? I, I would think that that would be necessary. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they, everybody's uh, it's pretty pretty excited. Uh, you know, the mechanics, they work things and they's in and out. Uh, they, they have a very hard work, uh, uh, you know, to put this car together. It takes a lot of talent. Uh, the engineer side as well, and uh, and pit crew. You know, I mean, those guys are the fastest in business. So you want to have them, you know, rest, prepare, focus, and energize for sure. So Elio Castroneves, the four-time champion, with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. What are some of the likes and dislikes coming off of pole weekend and you know getting ready for this race on Sunday? Some of the likes about your car, some of the things you're hoping that you and the engineers come up with make changes for the better, Elio. 
Interesting. Um, I wish you would have. Well, they cut down the time that the way used to be back then. Remember, we used to have whole month. That's why it's the month of May, right? Yeah. Which is which is good too. Don't get me wrong. It's also cool to not have a lot at a time when you have a good car because you don't want to give a chance to, for people to prepare as much. Um, however, that's the way it is. Uh, we, you just gotta you just gotta keep it going. And uh, but I wish we would go back the same way it used to be in the past. Uh, I think it would be nicer for for everyone. Plus the the qualifying. I like the qualifying what it is, but I think it's I don't know. I, I just um, I'm maybe uh, now that I'm older, I, I like the old style. I guess. Well, you know, and it's funny because I'm older too, even older than you, and I always like the old style. I always. <laughs> go with the old style does it um does it make it more difficult to prepare when you have a, a shorter time in which to do so unlike when when obviously you were first starting and you had basically the entirety of the month of may to get ready yeah you imagine the rookies as well uh it's hard for them uh to to be prepared i mean there is a lot of pros and and, and, and cons obviously and now that the cars are so equal to each other oh my god you really got to try these small details. And in a short period of time, it becomes very difficult. It's Elio Castro-Nevis with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. You ever given yourself a, a timetable? You know, obviously you've uh, won it four times. I know it'd be great to to do it a fifth time, but how much longer do you feel that you have getting into a car at the 500? Have you allowed yourself to to give yourself a timetable at all, or are you just going with this year after year, Elio? Yeah, basically, as long as you have fun, I want to, every time I'm here, I, I don't see myself leaving. That's the problem. Um, I, 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 sometimes you ask about the other drivers. I actually ask about, um, um, you know, some of the other words, ow, and things like that. I, say, I don't know. I, I, I just feel that I, I, I don't want to stay away from here. So probably, even if I'm not racing, I'm going to be involved in some kind of ways here, for sure. So uh, team-wise, team owner-wise, ownership down the road, maybe? I, team owner would like to help the you know be i don't know honestly if i knew then that means the time for me to move on but right now <laughs> i still, still going to teach those kids how to drive race car i um elio joins us who gave you the best the most the best the most sound advice when you were a young driver let's say going into your rookie year that is still advice that you use today in terms of getting around and having a, a, a win, having a championship car, a championship run um, at Indianapolis, who, who gave you, provided that best advice? Uh, that's my uh, my hero, mentor, Rick Mears. He, uh, he basically, he really, for so many years, we worked together and uh, so many things that he said, it has actually happened. And uh, he was, um, and again, uh, one of the quotes that he always said is, "Finish first. First, you gotta finish." And it's exactly perfect words fits to this place. Yeah, you become more patient over the years. I mean, we all, I guess, Elio, with age, kind of so. become more patient. Have you become more patient? I guess. Yeah, I don't distract as much. Sometimes it's like I gotta be one. I gotta be P one. And sometimes yeah. like, no, let's make the car right. And I think, uh, yeah, that, you consider that patient. I guess it is. Yeah, see, I I think that'd be difficult for a highly successful driver like you. Uh, that'd be to me the most difficult thing. 
because you got obviously the talent. You you have the talent. You got a team around you, but it's it's that that patience. Because to me, for a driver, it's always about getting to that spot before anybody else, and to be patient with a bad car, to be patient with what is a struggle at the beginning. It seemed like for somebody like you, that would be be difficult. I, I guess that's something you ultimately have to grow into, isn't it? Yeah, you just um, you just learn. You uh, but I tell you one thing: you're always learning this place. You never, every time you go out there, is always something different and always something to learn. And that's why I, I enjoy the challenge of this uh, amazing track. A couple more things here with Elio. What's the latest thing that you learned? I mean, the most recent thing that you went out there and went, well, you know, I've been out here for how many years now? And I sure as hell didn't know that. What was it? I just I just kissed the wall in qualifying. That was my first time ever. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I definitely was pushing the limit there. And, uh, but, um yeah, no, it, it was a lot different the setups that normally we used to have. Even this the same car. Um, yeah, I'm still kind of like um, very much into the numbers to make sure that we hit that right balance because it's very crucial when you go into the race with a good balance. Elio, you're going to go down in history whenever that is. Um, when you are done as one of the greatest to ever do it here, one of the most popular, certainly, to ever do it here. What does uh, the Indianapolis fan base, the uh, the fans of this race here in Indy, mean to you? Well, I'll tell you one thing. This place is magical. And I, I know it sounds cliche, but it is. And, uh, <laughs> and the fans are magical. They really um, – it's you don't have a fans like this. It's generation of generation of fans. And you can reproduce that. This is a 107th uh, uh, edition of the Indy 500. And, yeah, there is a lot of history. And it's not only about the drivers, teams, but it's about the fans, too. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. As far as popularity goes, you will go down in history as one of the most popular. Going for a fifth coming up on Sunday, Meyer Shank Racing. It is the four-time champion, Elio Castro-Nevis. Kind enough to join us on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Potline. I know you got a ton to do today. I appreciate you hopping on, as you always do, before the race. And, hey, let's hope both you and I get to talk uh, for many more 500s to come here. And uh, the best of luck going after number five on Sunday, Elio. Thank you so much, and thanks again for having me on the show.